Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Uh, we've got a bit of a different topic than normal today, Grover. We're just going to have a chat about it and it's a bit of a different thing that you don't really hear getting discussed much. Some people love it, some people hate it. So what we're going to dive into is sort of like the law of attraction. So... There's books on it, like The Secret, Think and Grow Rich, but we're just going to dive into this, and me and Mickey's just going to have a bit of a chat, and to be honest, a laugh, a bit of crack. Uh, we just want to say a massive thank you for all the support, for everybody listening, and for all the shares in your story. It does mean a lot, so continue doing that. We thank you a lot. So, Mickey, let's dive straight into this. What is your general idea of it? Do you, like, have you read The Secret or any of that? Um... Have I read the secret? No, I haven't read the secret. I've seen the I've seen the film or the, the fucking documentary shite that they put out. Uh, it, it's it's a tough one for me. I don't I do disagree with it because it's ninety nine point nine percent absolute garbage. But I do believe in positive thinking. <laughs> do I believe if positive thinking is gonna have a Ferrari outside my house? No. But do you believe positive thinking is going to make me work harder? Possibly, yes. Yeah, like I think when you dive into it really deep down, the idea of like in the secret it says about some woman that like wishes for a black feather outside her door is a sign that somebody's alive or something. And the black feather shows up. But I'm like, that's not really like life changing. So I think it's almost like trying to slow it. It's not, it's trying to, I think it sort of tricks people into believing that. If you wish for something, you'll actually get it. Rather, than, and if you keep thinking about it positively, whereas I believe you can get something, but if you think about it, you can get it, but only if you put in the shift, like the hard, hard work. And I think that's what the secret and books like that leave out. And like the law of attraction, like it's the work. It's not about just what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I think people. Well, I don't want to seem like a dickhead here because I'm a dickhead, but um, yeah, you are. There's people who like totally buy into the law of attraction, like fully buy in, are also people that go to fortune tellers. A fortune teller will tell you what you want to hear. Some people go to fortune tellers because they don't want to hear good stuff. They want to hear some some crazy shit. And I, I think that's the same sort of, you're selling people an idea. You're selling people a solution that's not really a solution. It's a short-term fix. It's, you know, it's just... It, it's near, almost like the traveling salesman, the con man. You know, you're selling this magic potion, this elixir that will will solve all life's uh, all life's problems. When really and truthfully, it's it's selling you the idea of grandeur when you're probably not gonna, you know, get there. Yeah, I think it's selling the dream without the hard work. Yeah, that's what it screams to me. Like, here's you can have this rich and lavish lifestyle. As long as you think positively and the fairies will come and magically make it appear for you down the fucking road. But it's a case of that'll only happen and then people will be like, Oh, maybe I didn't think clear enough, maybe I did. But if you, you have to write down a plan of action, like if I if I wrote if I said, Mickey, I want to make a million pounds next year or two years from now or three, say five years. 
like yeah. realistically every, every year I should have an income goal and that should build towards it and if I don't hit my first year income goal it shows that I'm probably not going to make it so I need to tweak things and I think that's where you should have a it should be a goal and you should definitely think you can achieve it I think the, the thing is as well I think what the law of attraction does well is it it makes people believe that they can actually do something and then people automatically start working better because if I told you, look, Mickey, I can see your future in five years. You're going to have a million pounds if you keep DJing. You're going to still fucking DJ. But it's, it's almost like letting people know that it's there. Yeah, it's, it's helping people believe probably the journey they're on. In a certain way, that's a good thing. Now, if you're if you're go- if you think it's going to be easy, I'll read the book, I'll positive think, I'll sit in my arse, it's not going to happen. I think the people that will, you know, if you the people who get most out of it is the people I think life's shite. If you're you're gonna sit every day and go, My life's shite. It's fucking I'm worthless, I'm hopeless. And you change your attitude to my life is great. You will see a decent impact in your own life. You will be a more positive person just by, you know, being positive. It's not because no see you don't have to pay, I don't know how much the book is probably a ten or something. You don't have to buy a ten pound book to know that if you get up in the morning in a, in a good mood, happy, and say, right, today's going to be fucking great, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to smash it, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to smash it, I'm going to have a really good day, I'm going to be positive vibes all day, you're going to have a better day, instead of getting up going off, oh, for fuck's sake, I says, oh, Mondays, <laughs> fuck Mondays, fuck work, I hate my boss, I hate the gym, look at the state of me, I ate too much yesterday, I fucking am fat, I'm too skinny, why have I not got big arms, you're going to just, you're setting yourself up to fail. That whole day is going to be a fucking nightmare. It's like starting a diet. You, you start a diet. People say the worst day to start a diet is a Monday. So you start your diet and you're, you're halfway through the day in and then you give in and you eat three biscuits and then you're like, oh, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to eat more because I fucked this day up. I'll start tomorrow. Yeah, like I used to take on plants and I used to make them all start on a Thursday and a Friday on purpose. You couldn't start with me unless you started on Thursday and Friday because the first time you fall off the wheels is the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought, you know, if I start you on Thursday, there's no way you can fuck you. You can literally go fuck it on day one or day two because uh, I think it's that whole wait. What are you gonna say there? <laughs> I'd surprise you, mate. Now. <laughs> I think for anybody who, who hasn't really dived into like the law of attraction, practically what we're talking about is the idea of you can see something and believe in it enough and it will come through. And yes, this is to an extent, but it's the way like if you any anybody's read the secret, like I don't have a vendetta against it. Like me and Mickey just would would have Yeah, well like I sort of hate the book, like I'm not gonna lie. Um it's it's one of them things where I know people love it and there's like almost like a massive it's not a cult. It, it could sort of be along the lines, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think the, the book that the secret actually came from that a lot of people don't realize is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And that's probably the very first book I read. And that book is unbelievable. It's a really good one. It's heavy. But the thing is, it talks about the law of attraction. He interviews loads of successful people. Yeah. And it's like, like Carnegie, we're talking about like there's Ford interviews and stuff. And it's like real, real big names. Me like a hundred years ago. Um, the, he talks about all the, the work not just like equals like obviously these big visions like he's interviewed all these successes but the one thing that always separates them is two main things i don't like the word sacrifice either like me and we talked about this in the last one he he prioritized what was important so for example if that meant leaving his family for six months to go work in a different country they would do it and 
that would be the priority because that's the main task. And they knew that that small change would give them the success. So they weren't afraid to go all in and work hard. Whereas I think that's what's not sold in the secret in that book is superb. And I think that's where it all stems sort of from because it does come from successful people saying it. Like that's where it all comes from. It doesn't come from fucking Joe Bloggs down the street telling you that the homeless man going. Yeah, it's the 1%. Yeah, so it's filtered down and it's probably made there to to make money as well, in a way. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, well, when, what's her name, whatever her name is, Rhonda, fucking whatever. Rhonda Byrne. She, she's launched, that book came out, or the, the reincarnation, what that became the secret, came out at the advent of iPhone social media. So her timing was perfect. You know, people strive for more, and she was the person, the catalyst, to say, "Here, this is all you need to do." It's it because it's all based on like as a confirmation bias. It's not that's what it's all based on. It's like if you if you think about something, you know, think about the idea, it'll come to come true. So it's like um, if you decide you're going to buy a new car or get a dog or something, the next couple of weeks, all you'll see is that car and that dog everywhere and you'll go geez that's a sign i have to get this but it's not it's 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 just that because it's relevant to you now you're noticing it a lot more but and people then take that as a trigger and say go oh this this must be true i've been dreaming of owning a range rover and now everywhere i go there's range rovers that's a sign i have to do this it's not it's just because it's in your subconscious now and it's relevant to you so every time there's a range rover you're actually you know going yeah fuck there it is no, there's my car, or there's my dog, or or there's this pair of trainers I yeah. want. No, like I, I actually had that exact same thing with a Mustang. I've never seen a Mustang in person before, and I talked to my missus about it because they're like forty grand or something. I was like, like I was like, oh, one I am beyond real. The boys in the station were talking about them all that crack, and then all of a sudden, I started fucking seeing them everywhere, and I was like, what the fuck's that about? But the thing is, they're probably there anyway. I just never fucking noticed, and that I get what you come from. It's like people that see the clock. And they see eleven, eleven, and they're like, "Oh, that's a sign." I see that all the time. It's just because you're tuning in and you're tuning out for certain areas. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, but it, it's kind of you know, it's it's real hard to explain. You know how it being mean because I know a lot of people do get a lot of like really big like like build their life around it. I know a couple of DJs that it's it's literally transformed their life and fair play to them. But I think they're 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 taking credit away from themselves. And give them credit to the book. Whereas before they would have felt hard done by. Um, they should have got the breaks. And they were talented enough to get the breaks. And people people aren't listening to their music. People aren't booking them. And then all of a sudden good things start happening. They're like fuck I knew this would happen because of the book. But really they they, were, they, they started to believe in themselves a bit more. They started being a bit more positive. And I, I do believe in positive thinking. Positive thinking can drive you on to great things. It worked for me last summer. I went to a nightclub for the first time in Ibiza, new newish nightclub, and went to see a DJ and was there with friends. And my friends aren't really big into the whole Ibiza scene, and they were just like, "Here, have you ever played this club?" And I kind of laughed and went, "Fuck, play this club!" I was like, "This is the number two in the world. This is second biggest club in the world." And they were like, "Oh, so you haven't played here?" I was like, "No, fuck these fuck Everybody in here don't know who I am. Nobody in here knows who I am." So the next day, I was thinking, I was like, fuck, you know what, I'd love to play that club. I wonder how can I make this happen? So I was just at the pool as you are, getting drunk at the pool, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking try my best to make this happen. Started making calls. Started reaching out to people. 
um, when I got back to Ireland, and it was a, I think it was a Sunday, and I reached out to a guy and said to him, here, you're running events in Ibiza, you're running these Tuesdays in, in high, what's the chance of getting to play in it? He's like, oh, it's booked up all summer. Can't no no chance. And I was like, fuck's sake. I was like, here, next time you have someone coming up, give me a shout. You know, I'd love to get a chance. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably next summer at this stage, but I give you a shout. Two hours later, he gave me a call. He was like, can you be in Ibiza for Tuesday night? This was a Sunday, and I was like, fuck, right? I was like, yeah, I probably could, yeah. And he goes, right, if you can be in Ibiza for Tuesday night, you're you're playing high. You're playing this number two nightclub in the world. Oh, yeah, so but that was only that is, positive thinking and going. You know what? Fuck it. No, it lit it, it like lit a fire to go uh, here. If you don't, if you don't ask, you don't get. So done a wee bit of research. Not much now. Here, Tony, I didn't put a wild lot of effort in that. I just knew there was a couple of boys that done shit. Sent them cheeky emails, kind of nearly almost we argumentative emails in here. Why the fuck am I not booked for these gigs? And like two weeks later. I was playing the club less than two weeks later, actually. So that's my take on positive thinking, but I didn't read no book. I just decided to, if you want something, work hard and you know, try to achieve it. There's no no. There's no luck in hard work. No, there's no luck in that guy. Like that guy done the body transformation that you did this week. That's not luck. No, that's he's not lucky. That's not genetics. Well, it's pro- oh, probably a slight, like a small bit of genetics, but it's fucking hard work and consistent hard work over time. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think it's that whole idea of, as we said, about the selling the dream but not the thing. But the, the, like the key there was, you conceived an idea, you had a vision of where you wanted to go, and then you acted till you got there. Yeah. So I think I think that's the key principle of like, yes. I do believe in like not the love, but a vision. Like you need to know where you want to go because otherwise it's like the same as like if you got in a car and you didn't know where the fuck you were gonna go, you just drive around in fucking circles. It's the same as you need to see where you want to go. And I do believe that you need to vision it. Like a certain number, if you are money oriented, a certain number in your bank account, you'll work towards it. You'll work harder. The same as like you want six pack abs, you visualize that you're gonna work harder. And then if you don't believe that, it's just like we used the last one about like the penalty kick. It's like. If you go up and you're going to take that and you honestly think you're going to fuck up the kick, you aren't going to get it in the back of the net, you're going to fucking miss it. There's no doubt in your fucking mind. Whereas if you go up and you're a cocky cunt, usually nine times out of ten, you see Perlo walk up, like, take his. Yeah. And, like, he just, he just he's, he's fucking shipping the goalkeeper. He's that confident. And I think that's when, like, he's walking up and he's just going, what way am I putting this in the back of the net? Not if. I think whenever you've got that confidence, yeah. that your work, and then naturally that just builds you as a whole. And I think, like a lot of people almost want the law of attraction want that big big success because they think that it'll solve other issues in their lives so like for example like uh, i always love that like it's a quote by jim carrey it's like i wish everybody was rich and famous to know that it's not the fucking answer because like as soon as he made it like first two million or something off dumb and dumber like because he was big into the law of attraction during the way he done that thing where he wrote that by age 30 i'm gonna have one million pounds and or one million dollars and on it's like 30th birthday or like a couple of days before he got a check for Dumb and Dumber and it was worth yeah. 1 million or something. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is he attributed loads of that to, to law of attraction. Like he's a big believer in it because if he hadn't wrote that, he wouldn't have got there. But at the same time, what he, what a lot of people don't see is the failed gigs. Like he wasn't, he wasn't good as a comedian. Like whenever he started, you know, like a lot of people didn't yeah. like him, didn't they not? No, they thought he was too out there because he was doing like, 
impression impressions of people that weren't famous, like lo, like the cable guy and all that shit. So people were like, "What the fuck's this guy? What's he? He's pretending to be like a cable guy, and he's pretending to be this. Uh, he just he just was too out there." I remember listening about I listened about it in Rogan that people just didn't they couldn't understand. He was too much energy. They were just like, "Oh fuck, right, this boy's clearly crazy." But he did have a, you know he had the belief to move from Canada to I think probably Los Angeles to follow a comedy and and acting career, whereas. I can near guarantee if he would have stayed put in his hometown, he probably wouldn't have, you know, he wouldn't have got to where he is. I think that's, you know, it, it always harps back to pulling the positives out of the negatives, you know, away from the, out of every situation. And the, there is probably positives to bring out of the secret. There's also a, like a, a serious amount of bullshit. Like, um, I, used like to be, I used to believe if you believed in the, in the secret, you also believed in unicorns. Just for simple reason. Are unicorns not real? No, there's no, they're extinct. They used to be about, like, they were about a couple of years ago, but they're extinct now. <laughs> do you believe in, like, do you believe in luck, or do you think it, that you just get luckier as you work harder? Yeah, no, I, I think you make your own luck. I don't believe, like, yeah, like this whole, if I, oh, Jesus, if I, if I had any luck, it would be bad luck. Don't believe in that. Everybody's going to have bad luck. No, no one's fucking, like, all them millionaires, billionaires, they've all went bankrupt probably at least once. They've all fucked up. Like Elon Musk fucked up yesterday. He 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 tweeted and said that fucking he thinks that the stock and and Tesla's too high and it's fucking he lost fucking thirty or forty million in two hours. Yeah, my I have I have shares in Tesla, so thanks. Uh, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say you're probably you're probably fucking you probably told him to tweet it. Direct line. Yeah, like, but, like, I have to pack up a bag. I'm homeless now tomorrow. Like, so we'll <laughs> but yeah, I know the, sh- the shares dropped. I'll not say, but like, yeah, like they dropped over, well, like 10, 15, 20% a day there. Like they were just, like it was 10 and 15 and 20. And it was actually dropping. I was going, fuck me. But yeah, no, as you said, I think he's a good example as well. Because like, do you remember whenever SpaceX was not going well and they launched like the first couple of rockets? Like, yeah. He, because anyone who doesn't know Elon Musk, uh, you probably, well, you, you're bound to, if you fucking live on the planet, you'll know who he is. But he actually made PayPal. So most people yeah. don't realize that. And he sold that, he sold that off and he got 79 million for it. And instead of taking 79 million in return, he pumped every single penny of it into SpaceX to replace, it's practically to replace NASA for, yeah. uh, like, cheaper rockets to the space station, no to refuel. So uh, he practically undercut their price and they can't do it because he patented loads of stuff. But, I remember I was watching it. I, I don't know if you've seen there's a documentary on it. It's on YouTube. It's very good for anybody who wants to watch it. But he literally was down to like his last two million, like from all of it. And they had no rocket up. And he's in the boardroom and they were all like, look, we're going to pull the plug. Just open up money. And he just goes, I don't give a fuck. I'm pumping two million in here and we're going to launch one more. And then all the other people in the boardroom turn around and goes, fuck it. I'm going to put in this, this. And they gathered a number 20 between them. They were like the 10 people. And the next one that went up, boom, up. And then about three weeks later, they got a something. I know it's not this much, but it's something like no joke, like seven hundred million pound contract from the government, you no know, for for space. Like, yeah, it, you don't get that from luck. You get that from him going all in, and there's no way back. Like he didn't go, ah, fucking, I'll play it safe and retire. He just goes, like, no matter what happens here, I'm gonna keep pushing. Yeah, well, it's he. He knows what he wants. He went after it. He could have rested on his laurels. He didn't. 
Same as Tesla. Tesla's only turned profit, I think, this year or last year. Yeah. And even then, it's not the most profitable of business, but in his, he's always thought of this, this is a future thing. You know, when, when ultimately, all cars are going to be electric at some stage, and he's got a massive head start in everybody. Yeah, like, I think, the main reason I like was like whenever I was picking through stocks like a couple of weeks ago because like the market obviously dropped so now's the prime time to get in but because of so you're just picking through it so when I see like Tesla I don't see that I see him and I actually am almost like you're fucking tuned in whatever you do is going to turn the goal here yeah yeah well he's just he's a grinder like he's that's what I mean yeah it's not because he, he's lucky and he's just smart it's because he actually is just a fucking workhorse like I think his marriages and stuff, obviously, like the documentary goes in good detail, but there's other people like that as well. Like, it's Oprah Winfrey. She's like a big, big fan of the law of attraction and everybody knows her name. But the thing is, like, she fucking grinded to yeah. get to that position. It didn't just magically appear on a fucking talk show, you know. Uh, but I get exactly what I mean. I think it's like a short-term fix for people that sort of like a band-aid or a bullet wound instead of addressing what the main problem is. And the main problem is you probably didn't have belief in yourself to do something. Yeah, she she's another one. She she's the one percent of the one percent. Like she's the there's not many women in the world of entertainment or in the in the world in general that is as powerful as her. So and she, then in turn, her power and her persuasion and her standing has probably she's probably done more good for the secret than the actual writer has, in a way. Because people, that's the dream. They're looking, fuck, Oprah, Oprah this thinks about it. So, Jesus, it has to be true. It's sort of... Now, I'm going down a kind of rabbit hole here. It's kind of like Scientology, in a way. Like, they see all these Hollywood superstars that are Scientologists. The Tom Cruise, the John Travolta. And they're going, yeah, there might be something in here. They, you know, there's, this could be the reason why they're they're so famous and rich. Not the fact that they're hugely talented, and Tom Cruise has proved it time and time again. He just works harder than most other actors. But people will be sucked into that whole Scientology thing. I know it's a tangent, but it's the same sort of thing where if you want something bad enough, you'll go after it. But also, yeah, you if you're desperate, you'll try to look for a shortcut. And I think the secret is the shortcut that's perfect for a lot of people. Yeah, like I think if you utilize it and you put it actually in perspective and you put the hard work with it, it's actually a really good sort of concoction to drink because it'll actually it's not like magical fairies. It's because you're you're taking the right vision and you're mixing it with hard work. That's the right sort of add up. Whereas if you just take the vision, you're just you're may as well be selling yourself down the fucking river, you know? Yeah. Well, what people say to me, like I know this question comes up. Like people say to me, do I, you know how how like in my Q and A's, like it was how how do you become a successful DJ and in my opinion, I I will success to me is is whatever you know. I'm successful to me is being happy. Other people will go success to them is financially stable, a house, two cars, uh, three girlfriends, a unicorn in the backyard, and and uh, a house <laughs> a house in Spain. To me, how do you know what I'm thinking? All right, well that's you're that's it's just. Like success to is different. It's to different people. It's different things. What what do you what do you see success for you, Tony? I think whenever you dive into like success, it it really is the individual. And it comes down as you said, 
it's what makes you happy. Like that could be sitting in a coffee shop, quiet, listening to music, and that could be pure bliss for you, and you could love that. Or it could be training in the gym. It could be actually just watching. Like no joke. Sometimes the most the best thing in my, my day would be watching a fucking really good movie and just not getting any were any of external noise. I would think when people think successful, they assume you need to be loaded. You need to have loads of money. You need to have a nice car. You need to have a family. You need to have this. But I actually know plenty of men that are in their 35s, 40s that are single, not even that well off. And they're just, they're far happier than people who have chased like a successful vision where they've got a wife, they've got kids, they've got a car. Now, I'm not saying you need to be alone forever to be happy. What I'm saying in a sense of some people prefer that. There's nothing wrong with that. Where some people go, oh, I feel sorry for him. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have The thing is, some people like that are happier. And I think it's, it's making sure that your vision matches up with where you want to go rather than just, the storybook, like everybody assumes that you have to go down that same route. So I think it's find out what what really is successful to you. And for me, it would probably, as you said, it's for me, successful isn't just about money. Money is obviously important for me yeah. because in a way, it gives me my biggest thing that I want. To be successful in my life, I want freedom. I want to be able to pick the hours I work and I don't want to be stressed about money. I want to be able to go, fuck, do you want, if I want two weeks off, I'm going to fucking take it. If I want to not work Saturday mornings, if I want to work for a month straight, I'll work. I get to pick. I enjoy freedom and see as long as I can dictate my time. That's the main thing that depicts me as successful to myself. Whereas other people will go, to be honest, I fucking enjoy working nine to five. There's not fucking, and there's not fucking wrong with that. Whereas people drill it in going, get rid of the nine to five. If you enjoy that, there's not fucking wrong with it. That's successful. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's just, a, you know, success is, is in, your, I don't know, getting deep here, but success is in your own heart, Tony. Success is in your own soul. And don't let anybody ever tell you that you're not successful, Tony, because you're very successful to me. Thanks. I appreciate and that. Mum tells me something very similar. Uh-huh. Mum tells me the same stuff as well. You know, like, well, between you two, I actually, I'm, I'm growing a bit of confidence myself. Yeah, and uh, here's another uh, thing for you. Just be positive. You know, it's it sounds simple, but it's probably not simple for everybody. If you if you have a positive outlook on life, I'm not saying good shit's going to happen to you, but the bad shit's not going to be as bad. When bad shit does happen, it's not going to be the end of the world. But if you're a doomsdayer yeah. and thinking to yourself, the world's fucked, this corona fucking time, it's the worst thing in the world, I can't see my friends. You know what? It's going to pass. You know, just be positive. We're, we're probably closer to the end than the start now good thing happened to positive people is a saying or good things happens to good people is a saying that's used over and over again i don't know i don't know how much truth in it but if you grasp on it and believe that you know good things going to happen to you you're you're going to be a happier person and you're going to you know you're going to be less miserable yeah 100 percent. but it's like imagine waking up like that so no i admit that you've We've hit the nail on the head with this. We're practically just saying like, law of attraction is good if you use it smartly and it's bad if you use it poorly. It's like anything. It's a decision on how you use it. And just like you said, if you wake up and you look at all your negative thoughts with an opposite mindset, so like a case of, how is this serving me? How am I grateful for this? Then you flick that and automatically you're already in a better place to not only do work but progress in all areas. And I think that's where you can get caught up in that negative mindset and down there. And that's why so many people drill the positivity, but I think you need to see both sides of it because in every negative, there's a positive and all that. But I do think we've hit the nail on the head here. And like, as long as you don't believe that some magical fairy is going to fucking drop a Lambo outside your house, I think you're pretty good. Yeah. Well, 
yeah, the the book is bullshit, but the, <laughs> the the fundamentals behind it works. No, be positive. Positive shit's going to happen. Don't be a wanker. And if you want to really, you know, if you want to be the next Elon Musk, I've actually got an ebook out now saying it's called the Real Law of Attraction. So if you buy my ebook, it is one hundred dollars. You will be a billionaire in probably twenty eight days, maybe twenty seven if you really work hard on it. Right on on that part. If you want the ebook, make sure to hit Mickey up on his, his Instagram. Uh, you'll have to give him bank details mainly just over the phone or something, something real smooth. Uh, it's not dodgy, not dodgy about it at all. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to dive into here? Or are you happy enough? No, I'm happy. I'm, I think I've solved solved all the world problems there. Yeah, I feel, I feel like the world's a better place. I'm not going to lie. I feel like people, we're just going to walk outside now and everybody's going to be fucking smiling off the tip. Yeah, I think, well, my street, definitely. You, you look out the window there. Is there anybody? No. No, there's nobody waiting for me clapping yet. <laughs> no fan club. No. Right, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, look, I just want to say a massive thank you for tuning in, listening. Uh, all the shares and everything are unreal. It's fucking great. Thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, that's probably it wrapped up. And yeah, join us next week. Cheers. Bye bye.